Are we ready, spaghetti? Oh, we are ready, spaghetti. Um, we're. <laughs> I was debating. I was thinking. I'm like, should I start playing the Spider-Man music? But like, that is definitely copyrighted. Uh hundred percent. A hundred percent. Even if the copyright expired on the 1960s Spider-Man music, like it's back on with the Marvel. Yeah. Disney yeah. would come after us, even though like we're not making money. Disney would come and kill us. <laughs> We'd have like a sniper. We'd be sniper down. Yeah. So welcome 100%. to I'd Kill a Spider for you. Um, my name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And as you can tell from our conversation we've already started, <laughs> we're going <laughs> to be talking about Spider-Man today. So Very excited. In honor excited. of the movie coming out. In honor of the movie coming out. So a little bit about us. Um, we're both racialized women. We politicize everything, even Spider-Man. So be we're ready so sorry, for it. Guys. If it's you think we are. like, oh, is this going to be an episode where they don't do it? No, that doesn't no, exist. it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. I don't even know how it's going to show up, but it's going to show up. We don't mean for it. It's like if ever anybody's like, oh, they're so intentionally political. We're not. It just it just happens. We're not happens. intentionally political. It just comes just who we are. It comes out. By the virtue of our existence and our <laughs> lives we have lived. Okay. So I guess, do you want to get into it? Do you want to get into Spider-Man? Yes, because I think you and I have a very different, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? History with Spider-Man. So why don't you start? I will. My relationship with Spider-Man is probably, like, here's the thing. I didn't know until way later in my life that Spider-Man was, like, everybody's favorite superhero. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't either. Because, like, whenever I hear when people are like, actually, Spider-Man is, like, the most popular superhero of all time, I was like, what? Spider-Man? Like, <laughs> what reason? Like, I remember when I was a kid, I feel like, to be clear, we did not grow up in the 1960s or whatever. But for mm-hmm. some reason, even in the late 90s, they would play like the old 1960s Spider-Man TV show on TV sometimes. So mm-hmm. I would see that. So like, I feel like everybody, like millennials of all stripes have like grown up hearing the Spider-Man theme song, even yeah. though, again, it's from like the 1970s. So like there was that in my life. And then I think the most major Spider-Man thing, of course, was like when the Spider-Man Tobey Maguire movies came out mm-hmm. and I watched those as a kid. But, like, I didn't, I just, like, never cared that much about Spider-Man until, like, more recently. So, like, there was Tobey Maguire, then there's the Andrew Garfield, yeah. and then there's a Tom Holland Marvel Spider-Man. And honestly, like, around then is sort of when I got more into Spider-Man. And actually with the Miles Morales um, Spider-Man, Spider-verse, that's another yeah. thing that I, I got into. Not even just the Spider-Verse. When he first came out, I actually read Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, um, a few issues just of like the like the early issues with Miles just to like mm-hmm. see and also there's a crossover issue where like a Peter Parker from another dimension comes and meets Miles Ooh. and I read that so like I have read some of that so I feel like a lot of like the Miles Morales things brought me in more and it's not surprising <laughs> because they're like I'm like who black kid what's going on I mean I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get to it so yeah so like my I like like I like Spider-Man I've always loved Spider-Man I mean not always loved I've always enjoyed Spider-Man but, like, whenever I think about how insanely popular he is, it, it always doesn't compute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. All right, what about you? So, for me, uh, the 1960s or 70s, whichever Spider-Man it was with that ridiculous music, um, I actually, growing up, I would have to wake up quite early for school. Like, I'm talking, like, grade two, grade three. So very baby Carmen had to wake up super early for school because my mom had to drop me off to get to work for, like, 8 or 8.30. So it was not a fun time. And uh, that meant that I got to watch Spider-Man in the morning 
while I was getting ready for school because it was on so early that no kids my age would really be watching it. Um, but I would be watching it because that's what was on the like, I guess the kids channel. So I watched a lot of the like old school Spider-Man, which I think was some of the best Spider-Man because it was cheesy and campy, cheap looking, fantastic. It's what I love. Um, so I watched that a lot. And of course, um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is the Spider-Man that started the tradition of going to see a Marvel movie on my birthday. Really? Because, yes, the first movie came out May 3rd. Oh. It was like May 3rd, 20, 2001 or something yeah, like that. I so, feel like it's like 2001, 2002 or something. Yeah, so that was the first time. I ever saw Marvel movie opening day for my birthday. Oh, congratulations. Um, I mean, did it really count as seeing a Marvel movie at that time? No, I guess not. But like, I, you know, when you look back and you're like, oh, shit, that was actually technically, the first time I ever did it. Technically, I always did it. Yeah, that's cute. So it was really, it's really nice. Um, and so I watched those movies. I watched the Andrew Garfield movies. I have a very distinct memory that Catherine went to watch the Tom Holland Spider-Man before I did. Um, like we, you went to see it because I was like, I'm not going to go. I'll go another day or something. Like, I think you went to see it with like your family or something and, and no recollection, but go ahead. <laughs> but then, um, when I went to see it with you, cause oh, you with were like, I'll mom. watch it again. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, And, and you were like, you're going to love the music. And I was like, what? Cause we were so used to Marvel having the like Marvel opening music yeah, when yeah. their intro comes up, but it's, it's the old school Spider-Man music. And I was like, but like oh, a full orchestra. Beautiful. So exciting. Um, so I like that. So, I mean, and I also like the Saturday morning cartoons. I think I definitely watched Spider-Man when I was little, like the, the like nineties Spider-Man. I think I, I did watch a bit. I never watched any of those. Like I, like those to oh, me. Cause I, I distinctly remember like the rhino and I like, I do remember some of these characters like as cartoon characters from the nineties. And I just remember not being very fond of Peter Parker. Cause he seemed like a bit of a fucking smart ass. Bit of a bitch, honestly. Yeah. Actually, in those cartoons, like number one, when I think of like the Spider-Man cartoons when we were younger or like, even like slightly later, they're always like that weird CGI, like quasi CGI one. Is that the one you're thinking of? No, quasi CGI. You know the one that's animated weird. I guess it's like Amazing Spider-Man, and it looks like no, it's like no, no, no. 3 I think it. No, I don't think so. I'm thinking of like it looks like a 90s cartoon. Oh, okay, that one. All right, there's been so many goddamn Spider-Man. Yeah, no, I did. You know that this. Morgan Freeman played Spider-Man on like some like early morning tv show or something like that that's hilarious that's very funny yeah also wild um but yeah so that was me and then i have a nephew who loves spider-man is like i don't know if he still loves spider-man because you know kids interests change as time goes on but he was really really into spider-man like i think he dressed up as him for halloween and and i but i think around the time that spider-verse came out he was mm -hmm. also really into spider-man and for anybody who know, first of all, his last name is Morales, so you should know. But Miles is um, Latino um, and black. He's our child. Yes, <laughs> he is Afro Latino. Uh, he is Dominican. Um, so I was like, oh my god, um, which I really like, and I actually think it's it's nice to see because that means that like my nephews who are you know babies or really young have a superhero that speaks 
their language, which is really cool. And does so casually sometimes. Yeah. And like, I actually, the thing I love about the Spider-Verse movie, and we'll get into it later, is that there are scenes where they speak in Spanish, but they don't. They don't subtitle it. No, they don't subtitle it. And I think the director had mentioned something about like, well, if you go to New York, you hear all these different languages. Nobody's subtitling it for you. It's just the sounds of New York. Yeah, they only subtitle it like once when it's actually like a full sentence you need to understand. But when he's yeah. like talking to his mom and it's just like not relevant, it's like yeah. unsubtitled. It's very <laughs> it's cool. It's great. But I understand it. And I feel like I feel like my nephew probably feels pretty special being able to go to the movies and like understand what Miles Morales is saying. And I mean, we'll get into it. But the trailer for the new Spider-Verse movie shows spider-man 2099 who i didn't realize until karma you didn't know did not know he was mexican oh and it's oscar isaacs oh really oh yeah. yes i did i found out about that which i was like you couldn't get a mexican to play back Me- anyways it's there um but um yeah so the so that spider-man is mexican he's half mexican half irish What's miguel o'hara which is also you yeah essentially <laughs> I was very thrilled. I was like, oh, my God, my nephews are going to be so excited. A Mexican Spider-Man. So I'm very thrilled for that movie to come out. That's very um, cool. So, yeah, that's been my kind of, like, fun time. And I'm sure for you, like, Henry, um, you know, your nephew having, like, a black superhero that's, like, or several, I guess, at this point. Girl, who even knows? Here's the thing. He hasn't seen mine. So my nephew is three years old. It's going to be four soon. And he hasn't really seen that much superhero stuff. But he knows who Batman is, probably from other kids in his class talking about Batman. And so he'll come over. But why and do they like, know who Batman is? There's uh, no kid-friendly Batman on TV right now. I don't know, man. People, all children know Batman, I, I guess. <sighs> I, but anyway, so he'll be like, Batman, I want to play back Batman. And then I made him like a little Batman bat signal thing. But it's just like, you don't even know who Batman is. Mm. And I, I, the only thing he's actually seen of Batman was like, I put on like... um. The intro to the 90s Batman, like, um, cartoon. Mm-hmm. Just the intro. I played that for him. And he was like, again, again, again. <laughs> we watched it, like, several times. And there were, like, sp- explosions and stuff in there, which I was like, is this cool for me to show three? Whatever. It's fine. It's a cartoon. He doesn't know. He doesn't You're know what cool he's looking at. You get to do But whatever. he was very excited to watch Batman, the Batman intro on, I found, like, a 10-hour one on YouTube. And I was like, here you go. Here you go, child. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so Auntie Catherine does it. Anyway. But yeah, Spider-Man, one day I think he'll get into Spider-Man. Oh, I'm and I sure. Think the reason people like Spider-Man is because, number one, he's broke. So broke. Number two, he has a mask on. So when he has the mask on, you can pretend he's whoever. Yeah. Um, and number three, he's quippy and fun. And I think like all of those characteristics, like children love Spider-Man, adult adult well, men he's also love very Spider-Man. relatable because he's just like some kid trying to juggle school, a girlfriend being a superhero, having no money. And then when he gets older, he's just a man trying to juggle a job, a, a job where he has no journalistic integrity, yeah. may I add, because yeah. he is out here taking pictures of himself Self. and selling them. <laughs> he basically has been operating an OnlyFans with the Daily Planet, and they have no idea. Yeah, 100%. So it's great. It's very exciting. I mean, like, but yeah, like, send him to journalism jail. <laughs> Which, I mean, like, there are a lot of superheroes who should go to journalism jail, like Superman. Come on now. Ugh. He, like, writes about things he did. Yeah, I know. That's. A, <laughs> I guess it's, like, a trope. But um, 
I want to get into, I want us to first, before we get into the things I feel like we may not agree with, like movie choices, I want us to get into, Catherine, your your top three Spider-Man villains. Oh, my top three Spider-Man villains. Okay. So as I said, my relationship with Spider-Man is mostly movie-based, a little cartoon, a tiny bit of comic. And as such, I am basing my favorite movie villains on the performances in the movies. Yes. Um, and as such, my number one is Green Goblin. Because Willem Dafoe is buck- well, fucking, fucking crazy. wild in those. <laughs> Honestly, probably the most unhinged performance I've ever seen. Um, his, it's, it's like, it's masterful. It's so crazy. It's the campiest thing you'll ever see. Willem Dafoe's face is so over the top that it's almost too cartoony for a comic book movie. And yeah. he's just like, he's, it like, give him an Oscar. Let's, let's do the Oscars again. I say this all the time. We need to have Oscars for movies that don't get Oscars. Um, Willem Dafoe in Spider-Man, <laughs> in Spider-Man 2. It's, I, and even Spider-Man his voice too. is, no, because isn't 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 he like the mask? Like he like when when um he f- is he in Spider Man two? No, he dies in Spider Man one. But yeah, but like no, it's Spider Man three when um James Franco yes is like looking at the mask yeah and he hears his father's voice yeah 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 that's- yes and he's looking in the mirror and he's talking to him and I'm like what is this Gollum situation? It's true, <laughs> really like <laughs> so it's like it, it's some of the wildest stuff you'll ever see so like willem dafoe's my number one i mean Fantastic. green goblin but it's it's willem, willem dafoe. dafoe like i don't care the fact he- that he's gonna be in the new movie is fucking hilarious to me because i'm like what's gonna what truly like i i've been avoiding all spoilers and like i know that he's gonna be in it but i'm pretending that i don't know so when i see him i'm gonna be very excited i'm gonna <laughs> act like i didn't i didn't we didn't have this conversation like i've been trying my hardest okay so my number two is venom fair now we're going with all kinds of Venom. We're, no, okay. okay, Tom Hardy Venom is like top tier. And now he <laughs> will be a Spider-Man villain, which is like Hot take, Catherine. <laughs> um, he is, because he's, again, these are, these two, first two options are, our first two choices are peak physical comedy, mm-hmm. peak like insane acting choices. Yes. Like, like just in, strange voice choices, voice choices, vocal choices, just like eyes bugging out tongues wagging performances yeah. and i'm here for them yes so he is top tier but i also like venom and other things and i've seen some of the venom comics and stuff um he's fucking terrifying like he's way scarier looking but also hilariously in the comics they are canonically together like like eddie brock yeah. and venom the, the symbiote in certain comics are actually a couple which just fills me with joy um <laughs> And okay, and number three is Doc Ock from Into the Spider-Verse. Lady Doc Ock. Yes. Catherine Hahn as a cartoon. <laughs> like, Magical. And also, I also find that, like, um, Doc Ock in Spider-Verse is more threatening than Doc 100%. Ock in anything else I've ever seen. Because Doc Ock in other things is, like, cheesy or he's Alfred Molina. And I'm like, all right. But, like, <laughs> Doc Ock in, Sp- in Spider-Verse, top tier. What about you? Mm. Mm-hmm. And oh, that reveal, the reveal when he's like, what did you say your name was? And she's like, it's Olivia Octavius. And he's like, so do your friends call you Doc Ock? And I was just like, chef's kiss. It was so good. <laughs> so good. Um, those are great choices. 
Those are fantastic choices. Thank you. Thank I you. also put Doc Ock, Lady Doc Ock, <laughs> nice as my number three because it's true. Catherine Hahn is fantastic. She's incredible, and in when she's in um, WandaVision, ah, a revelation, an a amazing dream. performance, a dream. Oh, so good. Um, I really hope that she's in the movies and stuff. Um, if I swear to God, if they do any spider, well, I, I get we'll get to it with our predictions. But if they do any Spider Verse stuff, they should so have her play. I don't care that she's already another Marvel villain. Yeah, they've it's done the it before. Multiverse. Do who cares? Gemma Chan already played two different people. We can do whatever we want. We like, can do what do we it. want. Give it to me because she looks exactly like the cartoon character. It's Ugh. like so good, so good. Um, okay. So my number two, also because I have not really read the comics and I most just basing this on movie, movie slash cartoon, is The Vulture. Because you know what? Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton's performance as The Vulture is transcendent. It's okay? so good. It's so good. The and way- it's working class. Oh, the fact that he's just like basically him and Tony Stark are the same person. In the yeah. sense that like. They're both doing, they're both scavenging the alien tech. Only Tony Stark has the money to like lobby to do it himself and put a monopoly over it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't. And so he was like a hardworking blue collar man. And then Tony Black Stark wife. fucked him. Yeah, <laughs> God love him. And then, and then Tony Stark <laughs> fucked him over and he was like, fuck it then. I'm going to do Fuck it my own way. You and guys. Then I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? This man's fantastic. And I I like him. I also like that in the movie, he he sees Scorpion, but he doesn't like, you know. He like has a code. He's like, yeah, he's you like, saved oh, me, know. so I'm not going to rat yeah, you out. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, it's good. Michael, honestly, when you said that, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about Michael Keaton. But <laughs> because that is an excellent choice. Because like that speech at the end where he's like, he's just stalling for time, but he's yeah. also just like. Guys like us, they don't care about us. They we they we build our their roads, but rich people don't care about us. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, so good. It's honestly not it's to get into Black true. Panther right now, um, in the middle of your list. But like, you know how I talk about how in Black Panther they never say white people and they uh, should, yeah. Like yeah. that, honestly, the the like working class <coughs> versus like upper class discussion is actually mm-hmm. a far more direct discussion of inequality than anything said in Black Panther because yeah. at least he actually points at the right people. Exactly. Exactly. I 100% agree. And my number one, Catherine, you might have some thoughts about this, is Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson, Carmen. J. Jonah Jameson. Sorry. Put the J on that name. Put the respect on it. (laughs) (laughs) And here's why. Because he wants pictures of Spider-Man? No, because he's a fucking exploitative piece of shit asshole. Oh, absolutely he is. And he irritates me more so than any other character. But he is not a villain. Isn't he, though? He's a villain to the working class, Catherine. It's true. He is, I guess. But also, like... Just such a shithead. Apparently, there are things in the comic books where he will, like, pay villains to, like, do stuff to get pictures of Spider-Man and to, to like, I'm not surprised, stories. Catherine. So, like, it's it's actually really not surprising at all. You know what? And in the new version, they seem to be making him some sort of, like, Alex Jones Infowar allegory. Yeah. And, um... Just saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't like him. I don't like how he treats Peter Parker. I don't like his propaganda machine against Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't like how he treats his employees. And I think he's a very bad person. I mean, do you think the Daily Planet should unionize? Or Yes. I was about to say. 
I, I think they should unionize because that guy is an absolute shithead. Oh, he is an absolute. I love the comics though, or not the comics, but like the like the, the comics that people will make about that, where it's like, get me pictures of Spider Man. Then you go into his room and it's just wall to wall pictures yeah. of Spider Man. Like, what is he doing with those pictures? Like, I know technically it should be for the newspaper, but like, Mm-mm. I've seen like the like I I always imagine that the Daily Planet. Is it Daily Planet? Daily Bugle. Daily Bugle. I imagine the Daily Bugle is like the Inquirer. You know what I mean? So like, you yeah. don't need that many pictures of Spider-Man. You can photo... I've seen the those magazines. Yeah, you can just like, Photoshop. You can use the same picture the every Inquirer single time. The Inquirer uses the same five pictures of John same Benet Ramsey pictures from like... <laughs> from the 80s. Like, yeah. <laughs> same five pictures. You can Photoshop them. You can put Spider-Man doing all kinds of things. You can make him the size of King Kong on the side of a building. You can like have Spider-Man do 9-11. You can do whatever you want. You can you can write it. You can do it. You don't need live pictures daily. This is not the pop uh, like unless unless the Daily Bugle is more of like a paparazzi thing. Like, is it People or is it the Inquirer? I want to know. Yeah, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> like, which one is it? Well, that's why. Anyway, I'm very excited for the movie to come out. But those are the three. Those are my three villains because they can just kiss my ass they can honestly they 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 can just kiss my ass but i do i do like the vulture because the way that they made him with michael keaton because i think the vulture in like the in like the cartoons and stuff like wasn't there was like no rhyme or reason to his like no he's just like an old 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 man I, that's another thing just you wanted notice, to be a is that there's shit. a lot of like geriatrics in spider-man stories <laughs> yeah like no like well like let's talk about aunt may like <laughs> we'll get yeah we're, we'll we those movies are horrid but anyway go ahead yeah i was just gonna say the thing about aunt may is that like she's so insanely old. old and she's his aunt aunt not his great his grandma aunt, not his great great aunt his aunt his like how how what about, how much of an removed? age difference was between aunt. you and your sister well, yeah truly truly what's going did, on did they have you and then here. 20 years later they had your sister and then she had a kid much much older than like, did you have people? a kid at 70? Like, how old? So, like, Aunt, and also, the thing about Aunt May is Aunt May is basically, and the way we pers- she has been seen throughout comics is and um, the movies, is, like, a picture of how we view women over 40. Because yeah. I bet you Aunt May in the old comics is 41. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But she looks like a skeleton. Um, and she then looks 95. In the movies, like, she gets, the actresses get progressively younger. And, like, like, Marissa Tomei, when she was cast as Aunt May in the Spider-Man movies, people were like, she's too young. And I'm like, she's like, 52. No, she's, the, she's the exact age she should be for yeah, this Yeah, she's mo- a 17-year-old nephew. She's not going to be 100. And also, yeah, Marissa Tomei is like, actually, actually now Marissa Tomei is like 57 or something. Yeah, she looks so. incredible. But she's she looks like, fantastic. She's perfectly appropriately aged to have a 16 or 15-year-old nephew. Yeah, like, go fuck yourselves. It's crazy. But, like, before that, it was, like, Sally Fields in the Andrew Garfield movie. And some people mm-hmm. said she looked young. And then there was that old, old, old lady in <laughs> the other Spider-Man movies. Mm, comic accurate. But, like, yeah, I feel like, like, like if you were to ask when they were drawing it originally, if you went back in time and spoke to Stan Lee, you said, how old is Aunt May? They'd say 35. Yeah. So, like, that's what women look like when they get old, Af- right? Yeah. 100%. Like, I wouldn't be right. surprised. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Um, so Catherine and I actually did a quiz to see, uh, you know, a, a lovely millennial BuzzFeed quiz, as we do, um, to see which villain uh, we came up with, like which um, 
Spider-Man villain we were. So, Catherine, what did you get? Um, I got Doc Ock. Oh, I got the Alfred, Vulture. Alfred Molina Doc Ock. Oh! So, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about this description, either. But I got Doc Ock is my what I got. Well, I got the Vulture, which makes a lot of sense. Because it says I was a hard worker with a lot of drive. I mean, it does say I'm incredibly smart, but I'm ruled by my heart instead of my brain, which is not true. No. Um, or is it? <laughs> You're not afraid to show emotions. Um, I have a temper, but I'm quite witty when I want to be. Maybe this is not that un- inaccurate. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I got Doc Ock. I am Dr. Otto Octavius. That's great. I mean, mine says that I'm great at creating new opportunities for myself and building something from nothing, which is very true. Oh, very nice. And I'm willing to do anything for family, but I may take things too far, which is again also true. What are these zodiac signs? Like, it's very accurate. <laughs> so it's great. I. I very much enjoy it. I think it's, I think it's fun. Um, I was really worried that I would get something like the James Franco character. Oh my God. Can we talk about James Franco in that, those movies? Oh. First of all, choice. those old ass fucking, okay, the early two, I remember watching them as a kid and I was like, these Me are too. fun. Here's my thing. This is what I realized. I was having this conversation with a friend recently. The early 2000s, really, we were at the mercy of Hollywood because, you know, there wasn't like, you couldn't really download movies illegally very much. You know, it was like a newer thing. You just basically watched whatever the studio gave you and people just went in droves. I mean, how are you saying that's different than what we have right now? No, because now there's like such a volume of movies that like things can flop a lot easier than like if you think of like the Ghostbuster movie or like other things, whatever, like they can flop. But I feel that, I mean, if we look at some of the movies that came out in the early 2000s, like the X-Men movies. God the most inconsistent us. franchise of all time, yes. Of all time. The Spider-Man movies are such a time capsule into the early 2000s. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, just yeah, cannot yeah. handle I cannot, I watch them in preparation for this. And I haven't seen them in probably over a decade, obviously. Maybe. Who knows? Because I can't remember the last time I watched them. I think I watched them in theaters and then I was like, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay now. I don't need to watch this again. Catherine, those mo- first of all, the product placement is so 2000s, where it's like Spider-Man catching a Dr. Pepper with his web. Oh, really? He does? Oh, that's funny. I did not watch those movies in preparation because I said I'm not doing that to myself. <laughs> and also like James Franco, first of all, this is like pre us realizing or knowing that James Franco was a creep. It was true. It was peak James Franco when we all thought he was cute and like, yeah. Yeah. thought he was like the hottest in the land. Um, but Maybe I'm not just, that like, far, but yes. We were just like, I'm watching and I'm like, really? James Franco? Also, yeah, those movies. So those movies are a time capsule. Like, like Kirsten Dunst is written as a beige wall. She is a beige so wall. No, nothing boring. happens. Her character has zero, zero depth, zero growth. She's just there as Spider-Man's love interest. Truly? Like, okay, so did you watch Spider-Man 3? Yes, Catherine. <laughs> okay. So, so in Spider-Man 3 is the one where they tried the hardest to give her something and they give her still nothing like mm-hmm. they try to like have like oh she has a career and like spider-man gets a new girlfriend and all this kind of stuff but the, even then it's like it's like the shallow end of the pool you're like this yeah. is not anything 
and it's yeah and she's doing the best she can because she's still it's funny because like even with that she's still iconic like kirsten dunst specifically yeah like the spider-man upside know down she kiss. can act like it's not like we haven't seen her in other things no she's amazing but like the spider-man upside down kiss the like her like swinging in his arms blah 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 all of those things have become sort of like iconic spider-man imagery or whatever um and like she was still like she was giving given almost nothing also every I, I've watched a couple clips in preparation, not the whole thing. Every actor in that movie is so fucking old. Oh, I was like, so so the early 2000s was when Hollywood thought, let us cast 40 year olds to yeah, play like, teenagers. Not even, like, like now what they do is like 20 year olds who look young, generally yeah. speaking, or someone in their late teens, early 20s, right? Yes. Like, you know, it's funny, like Laura Harrier, who is in Spider-Man um, Homecoming, whose love interest, Liz, mm-hmm. she's oh, like yes. our age. She's like 30. Oh wow! Right, she looks incredible, but she's she's like one of those. And then Zendaya and um, Tom Holland are actually like in their early twenties, or yeah. were like late teens, early twenties when they started that movie. To- um, Tobey Maguire and the guy who plays—I remember specifically the guy who plays like Flash Thompson. Oh my god, fifty years old! <laughs> fifty years old, <laughs> like honestly older than looking than Doc Ock. I was like, what's happening here? <laughs> It's like I have yeah, you ever it was re- bad. Have you ever rewatched you know why am I asking this question? Have you ever rewatched um episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch? <laughs> yes, and I'm you like have? Of course I have. Oh, okay. I used to watch it. I mean the original. No, I mean like kind of recently. Oh no. Okay. Cuz I I did a few years ago and every background actor is, is 90. 90. Like there are mm. people with bald spots. Her boyfriend looked 40. No, but not, I'm not talking about the main character. Just everybody around them was like a stunt person or just maybe someone who was like on set. Just like, like maybe they were the director. I don't know. But there are people with bald spots and receding hairlines, like getting their books from their lockers right beside Melissa Joan Hart. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, early I guess 2000s. the early 2000s, they just were like, you, nobody's paying attention to the side characters. And yet they cast ancient beings to be teenagers. <laughs> Literally, like it was just like, well, since Spider Man is a thirty year old man, yeah, his aunt must be in her late sixties to oh, mid seventies to mid to mid nineties. <laughs> like I was like, what in the fuck? I just I could not. And then like it wasn't. I mean, I think it was good in the sense that like even I think the special effects hold up pretty well, which is. More than I can say for other, like, 2000s movies. They hold up pretty well, which I think is pretty great. But, yeah, that those movies were such trash, Catherine. I had such a hard time getting through them. And then, you know, I know I shouldn't say this, but Andrew Garfield was the worst Spider-Man. Oh, I, without a doubt. I've ever, first okay. of all, to me, he looks older. He, oh my god, okay, okay, okay. Than okay. Tobey Maguire. Whenever He's, I old as shit he's old as shit whenever i think about those movies i think about the scene in like the second one where he's like graduating from high school and i genuinely remember being confused in the movie theater so i thought (laughs) oh i thought he was in college because he runs onto stage looking haggard and i was like this is an old 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 man man. i was like where are you graduating from Mm -hmm. andrew garfield looks younger and tick tick boom like he looks so fucking old (laughs) in spider-man Oh, and who's the who's Flash in that one? Um, I don't Some know. Rando. Are they doing Flash in that one? Did they have one? I'm sure they did. Who cares? I'm sure they did. And Emma Stone also like Emma Stone looks great, but also too old. She's and way I, too old to play. Way too Gwen. old. It was it was wild. The only thing 
that is good in the Amazing Spider-Man movies is the shot of Gwen Stacy dying. <laughs> what The way they have her falling yeah. and the way she like looks and then when he tries to catch her and it like grabs her in the stomach and her head whips back and hits the floor. Yeah. That's actually good. That one yeah. se- go watch the what is it? They're like in a clock tower or some bullshit. I don't know where they are. Yeah. The factory. That 30 seconds of The Amazing Spider-Man 2, pretty good. Pretty that no, that's good. The rest is the shit. Re- Jamie Foxx falling into a vat of electric eels, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Let me not say anything about it, because I know you're trying to save yourself for the for the movie. You don't want to <laughs> know, but now that I've seen the trailers, I'm like, really, guys? Anyway, um, the point is, is that they've made some choices. They've made some choices with this new movie. It's going to be great regardless. I'm very excited. Um, Oh, honestly, honestly, despite us shitting on these movies, literally whatever they do, like if, like if, um, what's that guy's name? If Topher Grace showed up as Venom, I'd cheer. I would cheer. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I feel like everybody would probably be like, well, I guess this is happening. (laughs) Truly, I I guess this is happening. I'm fine that's with gonna it. Be, that's going to be us, and I'm very excited. Um, okay, so top three Spider-Man movies. I feel like we'll have similar. Oh, but I do want to say an ode to any Spider-Man anything that doesn't fucking... The thing I didn't like about The Amazing Spider-Man with um, Andrew Garfield was that they did his, his like, turning into Spider-Man again, and I was like, we've seen this before. Like, he, it's truly like Bruce Wayne's parents. Like, we get it. We don't Could need we it. move on? Which is why when they didn't do it with the Tom Holland one, everyone oh, was that like, was my oh, favorite thing. God. That was actually my favorite thing was that they didn't revisit it. Because we're like, we we know. We don't need this. Yeah. We know. And, you oh, God. Anyway, but yeah, it's truly like, if I see another, if in Batman with Robert Pattinson, I see a goddamn pearl necklace break and some man being shot in an alley, I'll, I'll make freaking lose it. I'll be so annoyed <laughs> because it's like, I don't need to see it. I got it. Yeah. He has daddy issues. He's yeah. PTSD. Anyway. Who fucking who, Batman? Um, and so, what are your top three Spider-Man movies? Okay, so my number one is going to be your number one, because the unquestionable number one, it's Spider-Man Spider-verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. It's number one. It's one of the greatest animated movies of all time. I watch it of, regularly. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. I, this is yes. not an exaggeration. It's incredible. It's an incredible it's movie. It's so good. It looks incredible. Like every single shot is like a work of art. It is incredibly funny. It's incredibly well written. You mm. can watch it over and over and still see like new jokes and still laugh at the jokes. It's so, it is, it's like unparalleled. So I, I, anyone who doesn't like move Spider-Man movies or superhero movies or cartoons, if you hate all three of those things, you will love Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It's that great. So, like, honestly, unquestioned. I don't even need to justify it. Okay, my number two is Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, okay, same, the, the Michael Keaton. Are we having the same list? Yes. Okay, the Michael, we're going to differ at three, for sure. <laughs> so, the, oh, Michael no. Keaton, the Michael Keaton of it all incredible um so like the the character of ned technically ned is like a character in the comic books who is peter's friend in like the 60s or whatever Mm -hmm. but the way he is designed he is basically miles morales's best friend so they took a lot of stuff from like miles's story and like gave it to uh marvel peter parker so miles's best friend in the comics is named i think his name's like ganky lee and he's like a fat asian boy 
Oh. Who is basically Is that the, the Asian same. kid that's in Spider-Man? Or Spider-Verse? Yeah. His roommate? Yeah. His oh, roommate. Oh, that's cool. But he looks more like Ned in the, the movies than right. he is. Whatever. Um, but so, like, that is... So, like, they've taken a lot of, like, things from that. And so, like, I very much enjoy Ned. Like, Ned is one of the reasons I like Spider- like those movies so much. He's, He's very great, funny. Yeah. I like the update on MJ. I love the... Um, oh, I love MJ. You know, actually, I saw... I heard someone say... They were like, do you think that they're not... Because they have never introduced Flash Thompson. I mean, not Flash Thompson. Um, What's the Green Goblin? What's uh, James Franco's name again? Harry... Whatever. Yeah. Who played? Was played by Dane DeHaan in this. In another horrible thing about those amazing Spider-Man movies. Ugh. Anyway, um, they never introduced the character of Harry, and someone was like, "Do you think they're going to combine Flash and Harry in the Spider-Man movies? Because no. Flash in the Mar- in the Homecoming is like a rich kid who like his parents right. don't care about him. Like, do you think they do that? And I'm like, honestly, I would love Maybe. to see it. I'd love yeah. to see that. Okay. So there's that. Um, yeah, Spider-Man is all... I'm sorry, Homecoming is all over a great movie. The only thing I don't like about it is how much Tony Stark is in it. Because I'm all... I, I just, I'm yeah. like, sh- shut the fuck up. I don't care. Like, I like whenever they try to stress the Tony um, Stark, Peter Parker bond in the Marvel movies, like, I'm annoyed. I don't like it because I don't <laughs> like that it makes Spider-Man, like, beholden to Tony Stark. Yeah, Obviously, the true. character, like, he was already Spider-Manning before Tony Stark showed up. But, like, why did Tony have to make him a suit? Like, the suit that's the iconic suit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Spider-Man canonically is a seamstress as well as a, sp- <laughs> as a, as a superhero. So uh, why not yes. let him keep those qualities? Oh, my um, God. Yeah, okay. that's true. And my number three. Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think it's one of the finest comedy movies of all time how dare you i think it's one of the best bad movies of all time how and i think it deserves the spot spider-man 3 in the third spot as it should be are are you well i am well (laughs) i'm doing great i don't know what your problem was Catherine. Uh, that is the hardest movie to finish it's so fucking funny though hardest movie to finish okay it's not a movie I'll, I'll grant you this. It's not a movie to watch alone, but it is a movie to watch with friends. I think it's very funny. That dance number that it's they so, make fun of in Spider-Verse. I, it's my favorite part. If you want to tell if you want me to give you my favorite part of any Spider-Man movie. Oh, Catherine. It's the dance sequence. No, it's not that one. It's the dance sequence in the jazz bar. <laughs> that shit is iconic. You mean emo Spider-Man? When he whips his coat off and his like jowl jiggles and then he's like now take on this and then starts like like swinging his hips i'm like this is this is the finest isn't that when he has venom like when yeah. venom when he is has the venom I'm like, why, why does venom make you one a dancer and two emo if feet i don't then know because then he has eyeliner on girl it's my favorite it makes me laugh every time and i and i couldn't i couldn't honestly love a scene more than that one. And also, weirdly, it's like Jessica Chastain as Gwen Stacy. Yeah. That's, it's very weird. It weirded me out when I saw it. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, what you? are you doing here? Very yeah, also no, I too find old. It, yeah, anyway, it is a, it is it is too long, that movie. It is kind of boring. Um, every single time Venom speaks, Topher Grace's face appears, which is strange. 
there's too many villains. The sand, you know, actually, the Sandman scene when Sandman is created is actually pretty good. I think I do like that. I that did one, like the that. moment when he's like coming together, mm-hmm. and he number one, the idea that they'd be like, I think there's um something in our experiment fields. Let's not check it. Is insane. Yeah, but the fact that when he like comes together as a Sandman, the music, all of it's like super good. So there's like two amazing scenes, <laughs> maybe three actually, and then the rest is just trash to laugh at. And I think it's a fine, fine movie. <sighs> and maybe we should have another movie night, Carmen. Where I have to sit through that? Again. Again. Nah. It's, not, it's not a movie. You wouldn't watch The Room alone. Of course not. You might watch Miami Connection alone, but you wouldn't yes. watch The Room alone. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay, well, what about you? good. Um, well, my third was actually going to be the first Spider-Man just for, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Just for, like, emotional kind of, like, reasons of, like, oh, my first Marvel movie. And, like, despite it being real boring and me not having that much fun watching it, it was a good – the fact that it was such a time capsule did provide me with a lot of joy of being, like, this is what the 2000s were like. We were having a rough time. We were having the first, the also the fashion. Mm, yeah. Because MJ is, or is supposed to be this like gorgeous. She is gorgeous. But like, you know, and she's wearing like, I'm like, did we dress like this? We just wore scarves for no reason. With belts for no reason. With low-waisted pants for no reason. Like, I was just, like, her wardrobe you know, was... She's like, I remember, is she wearing, like, a weirdly, like, bright purple top at some point? And you're yeah, like, what's it's, up with I this? I was like, what's happening? But the fashion, I, actually, I, the fashion is a good point. Because, like, MJ in that movie is dressed wild. But Emma Stone is just, like, she's, like, uh, I don't even, like, a schoolgirl from, like, a porn yeah, because <laughs> she has like the knee high, the thigh highs, yeah. and the mini skirts and the headband, yeah. and I'm like, who dressed you? It don't make no sense. It's not cool. No, it's really bad. It's re- yeah, it's and who directed those movies? Do you remember? A bot, I think. I think it was a bot. <laughs> yeah, those movies were so bad, but yeah. So I think the the first Spider Man is my favorite, just for nostalgic purposes, or my like third favorite. Um, but yeah, you and I agree with the Spider-Verse as well as um, Homecoming, because Homecoming is magnificent. Now, I would have said Far From Home, but my issue with Far From Home is Jake Gyllenhaal. Here's the thing. I can't stand that, man. I used to love Jake Gyllenhaal. Back yeah. when he was like at the height of Jake Gyllenhaal, I was like, what a hot man. Now that I'm older, I was like, true. Why? It's true. Hi, J- what Again, happened? These, are, these people, like the James Franco's, the Jake Gyllenhaal's, I'm like, at the peak, you were at your peak and everyone was, everyone universally loved you. And now we're like, ooh, Scuzzy McScuzzerson. Like, it's just, yeah. I and listened the to the is, Taylor Swift has, thing. I was like, you know what? I'm here for it. I haven't listened to it, but I heard, I've heard the, the story. I've, I, I've heard the story. Now that she's older, she's like, you still date women. She's like, what's up That with are this? too young. Why why are the the girls 22, Jake? What's going on? Like, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. wrong. But really, in general, I feel like that character is, like, too scuzzy for my liking. But that's actually good casting. Which is good. It is good casting. But it's one of those things where, like, I just, like, I couldn't. I was like, I don't like your face. 
anymore. Like, he, he makes you... Okay, here's the thing. He's gotten worse since that movie. Like, the public opinion of him has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. But even so, the idea of, like, a man you think is charming and great, and then you're like, wait, never mind. Jake Gyllenhaal, perfect role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Hang on. That's true. Hang on. This guy's fucking crazy. Never mind. You know who I feel bad for? Mm. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ah! Ain't, doing, ain't done nothing wrong. Ain't done nothing wrong. Not a single thing she's related to him. She's fantastic. She's like, such a good actress, too. Having that person be your brother must be, like, again, I feel bad for Dave Franco. <laughs> you know? What a sweet angel. Married. Married to Allison Brie. Seems perfectly nice. So happy. And then likes cats. And then and then his brother is James Franco. And he has to, has to deal with that. And, like, Maggie, like, I would love, like, a celebrity... <laughs> like rehab thing for like terrible siblings so it's like james uh dave franco and maggie gyllenhaal hanging out with some mm-hmm. other people who i'm sure have the same situation but we're like i don't know man mm-hmm. i agree i agree charlie sheen's funny. brother what's his name uh emilio Estevez. <laughs> sorry i'm always like he's latino what's his name um which is so funny um yeah i uh, People are fucking bananas. But anyway, so those are my movies. Now, I have some predictions for the new movie. But before my predictions, I have some requests that I'm going to put out in the universe. Because so help me, Jesus, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be livid. Okay. Livid. If there is not at least like, okay, so we already know that Miles Morales' uncle is in the Spider-Man Tom Holland universe. We have seen him in the body of Donald Glover. Yep. So he even says, I have a nephew that lives in this neighborhood. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. So again, if they are bringing back Jamie Foxx, they're bringing back Willem Dafoe. We now know. Sorry. We now know they're bringing back the original J. Jonah Jameson, obviously, because we saw it in the Venom after I didn't know scene. about the Jamie Foxx before this ep- podcast episode. I'm, I'm pretty bummed. Real tragic. But anyway. Um, I've been doing so well. <laughs> so I'll try and keep the spoilers to a minimum. But you're bringing back these fuckers. If you... Not to mention, I think that the Hawkeye show is, in my opinion... I haven't seen the episode from yesterday, so we'll see. I think that they are hinting that Kingpin is in this universe, which technically he is. Okay, is Kingpin. it going to be Kingpin Daredevil Kingpin? That's what I think. <gasps> I think they're bringing Vincent D'Onofrio, which That's like is great an because he's the choice because he is the best Kingpin. So he good. Is I feel like the casting, as much as like I could not stand Daredevil in general, I think he's terrible, but um A Catholic nightmare. A Catholic fucking nightmare. But anyway, I love I love the Punisher. I love ugh, Oh anyway. my god, yeah. He was John Burn or whatever. Yeah. He was great. Oh he was great. The perfect casting. Of, the of perfect all of, of all of the casting. Marvel shows, Daredevil is the one they should bring into the MCU. Yes. So I think they're hinting at the fact that like Kingpin is in this universe. So if you are bringing people like Kingpin, who has never not a once been mentioned, not even a breath of him has been mentioned, and you're bringing people into this universe like J. Jonah James, and you don't you don't bring Miles Morales, I just want to whisper. I don't care if I see him from behind. 
I don't care if it's just a tuft of his hair in 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 a in a window. If I don't see him, I'm gonna yell, Catherine. I'm gonna yell at the end of the movie. I'm gonna be like, I have been hoodwinked. It's all I want. I just want a live action Miles Morales. How old do you think he should be? A baby. A little baby? Like a little 12? Yeah. Like comic like in Miles school Morales? Because yeah. like he's like 13 like in the, in, when he shows up in the comics. Yeah. So like yeah. a baby. A little baby? Yeah. So that's what I want. That's, I just want to put that out into the universe. Yeah, Carmen's been saying this I will a start lot. A riot. I want to say, I want you all to know she's mentioned this in every conversation we've had in the last like couple months. She's been like, so help me, Jesus. And I'm like, I, I got, I know. I know. So upsetting. So upsetting. And I also just want to say that at this point, with all of the everybody going like, uh, you know, what's his name? Um, what is this? Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be in the movie. I'm like, you know what the funniest fucking shit would be? If the twist was that neither of them showed up, it was yes. just Tom Holland. If they're only in the like post credits, yeah, and, and it's like, just Tom and then it's just Holland a Spider Man meme, and it's just yeah. oh my god. <gasps> okay, okay, Marvel has pulled some shit on us recently. Remember the Ralph Boner incident in WandaVision Ugh. where they cast Evan fucking Peters, and then they said, "Gotcha, nay, nay. bitch." <laughs> um, if they were not in the movie, but they were in the post credits, and they were just doing this Spider Man meme. The pointing at each other meme, uh, I would be, I would leave satisfied. I'd I would be just like, clap. Tip my hat to you, Standing sir. Standing ovation. <laughs> get out of our chairs and clap. Just like. What a dream. Oh, I would, that would, that's, that's what I want, actually. They're not in it at all. <laughs> I just want that to happen at some point in the movie. Oh, it's gonna happen. It would, it'd be, it would honestly be a crime if it doesn't. If, now, here's the thing, Carmen's saying, saying Miles. What if the twist if, is that none of them show up and then it's Tom Holland fighting everyone himself? It may be, but I'm just saying, if they have multiple Spider-Men and they don't point at each other, that is legally a crime and we can sue Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would hope that that happens. I would hope. And also, I'm like, how are they going to play this Venom situation? Because... Oh, my God. Can you imagine if he showed up? But Venom does show up. In the movie? Well, because in the I after mean, credits... spoilers! <laughs> no, but oh. I told you in the after credits scene... No, I know, I know. He, like, like, ends he up He might in not necessarily universe. be in this movie, though. No, that's true. But, like, my whole thing is, like, if he does show up, what's going to be... Like he's gonna try to suck Spider-Man's dick. And well, like leave. because my whole thing is like in the after credit scene, he like licked the TV. When what I just say, Carmen? I said, what, I said what I exactly. Said. So I'm like, but then also, what's his name? Tom Hardy like is such a nice human. He wouldn't let him kill a child. He wouldn't let Venom kill a child. So it's like, so what? How? What are we not, playing? I mean, this who's then? to say? I don't know. How are we going to play this? I don't know. How's this going to happen? Are they it, just going to be okay, buds? You know what I think is going to happen? If this is a buddy cop movie with Venom and Spider-Man, I, I, I can die happy. Carmen, I'm telling you what's going to happen in this movie. <laughs> you know who's going to show up in this movie? Or you know who I want to show up in this movie? Mm. Ryan fucking Reynolds. That would be if hilarious. Deadpool show, even if Deadpool was like reading a magazine the sitting on the corner, that would hey, be... Guys. <laughs> and you know Ryan Reynolds, even if he was out of focus, Ryan Reynolds would play that. Yeah. He would come on set and do that. Yeah. If they got Ryan goddamn Reynolds as Deadpool in this movie, and that's how they bring in the X-Men universe, and he just is making some, like, literally, if he showed up for one sh- shot, and he was like, whoa, Spider-Man, that would be it. It would be enough for me. That would be amazing. And I'd be elated. Ugh. Ugh. 
So, <laughs> now if they don't do that, I'm gonna be real bummed. <laughs> if Deadpool is not in that movie, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> be bummed. See, we all have different expectations, but that's what I'm saying. Everybody has very high expectations for this movie because they've basically been like, anything can happen. So now everybody's like, you know what I want? I want, I literally saw something where it was like, is Spider-Man going to fight the Punisher? And I was like, why? But why would he fight the Punisher? When has that ever come up ever? It's true. Here's the thing. It's probably going to be more streamlined than we'd like. It's probably going to be more straightforward. It's probably going to be just a couple villains. And then Tom Holland is going to fight them. If the other Spider-Men show up, maybe they will. But like, it is a two and a half hour fucking movie. So we'll we'll see what happens. I'm excited. Um, I'm trying to keep my expectations as like as low as possible. Just like... Which is also part of the reason why I've been avoiding all trailers, all spoilers. I don't want to like get. But too they're excited making it, it so epic. Now they're putting out a mini trailer every day. Every yeah, day I is know, a I, new I little don't, mini I don't trailer. See it. I literally sometimes I'll be scrolling through like YouTube or whatever, and I'll see things and I'll just like go by it real fast, so I'm not looking at it because I'm like I don't want to know. I, I and I like I just I don't want to know. But that's what I'm saying. At this point, Marvel's smartest move would be to not have all the Spider Men in the movie, just have the villains. I mean, because I don't everybody know. is now people expecting will be pissed. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and as they should, I think people will be pissed if they weren't in it. I guess. I mean, yeah, they were really because here's the thing: the whole Ralph, Quicksilver Ralph thing. Boner was like everyone was. Everyone pissed, was fucking cheese. More people are gonna watch this than watch WandaVision. The whole world would be fucking furious. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also, just to say, and maybe we'll do a, a, a follow-up episode to our Marvel episode one day, because this universe is getting bananas, mm. but never in my life. I mean, I should have seen it coming because they did say the multiverse was coming. Catherine, it's turning into Star Wars. Yeah. You have to watch one to get the other. Back in the day, you could watch a Thor and be fine. It's true. It's getting You to might be, not get some of you the things. You have to keep up with it or you will fall. Be- it's like readings in university. If you fall behind, that's it. Now, I'm not surprised now when some people are like, oh, I don't want to watch the movies. Because, I mean, Eve, still, I feel like some people are just joyless asshats. But yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. when some people are like, I don't want to watch it because I've missed too much. And I would have been like, no, just watch it. But now I'm like, no, nah, man, fuck that. Like, Fair. Now with the shows that bleed into the movies, that bleed into the other shows. Truly, the fact that I'm going to have to watch Hawkeye bothers me. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. I, I don't want to watch so it. Good. Catherine, it's so good. And if they're if they're teasing at a Vincent D'Onofrio. If okay, here's the thing. I was not watching WandaVision until Quicksilver showed up. Uh-huh. If you call me, if Vincent D'Onofrio shows up, I'm watching it. It's actually so good. And it's very Did it's very know? emotional. Did you know, Carmen, mm. that damage control, the organization in Homecoming who like cleans up um stuff oh, that yeah. Tony Stark owns? Mm-hmm. Did you know that in the comics Damage Control was originally owned by Tony Stark and Wilson Fisk. They own Damage Control together. Oh, so maybe that's why they're trying to bring him back. Because there's this whole thing about Tony Stark's vault. He has a vault. (gasps) Oh. And somebody's trying to get into the vault. Hmm. Interesting. Huh. You've given me more to think about. Truly, the fact that the, but just the fact that that was a thing in the comics where they're like kingpin. <laughs> and because Iron Tony Man. Stark is not a morally like <laughs> sound human. I think no. Warren Robert Downey Jr. We've talked about this on our other on our Marvel episode. But if Downey, if Robert Downey Jr. was not playing Iron Man, we would hate him. Truly, we would be like, "Fuck this guy! Get him out of here!" 
capitalistic billionaire piece of shit playboy. Mm-hmm. But because it's Robert Downey Jr. We're like, he's a capitalistic piece of shit playboy. He's beautiful. <laughs> God love him. Look at the little baby. What a baby. sweet man. Yeah, uh, it's fair. So we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe we'll do an update. We'll do an update when we come back and do the next episodes because we would have watched the movie by then. True, true, true. We will. We'll, I we'll mean, update if, you on If I end up comatose or something, it's like, well... Miles didn't show up and Carmen, Carmen started died. a riot. She straight, she straight died. She, <laughs> she threw an herself at the screen. Boom. Again, right. if they're bringing back Vincent D'Onofrio's Wilson Fisk and they don't bring an, uh, just a whisper of a Miles Morales, I'm going to be very angry. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, but you, now I everything's mean, bleeding into the everything. The only thing about the Miles Morales thing is that I feel like they would have to have a Miles Morales property lined up to go right away because they would have to cast a child teenager, right? And those but what if ones, they make him like young, young? But they age so fast, children, you know? <laughs> Especially boys. Like, like it's easier. If you have a franchise with young people, it's easier to have girls than boys because girls, when they age, don't have like, they don't like, their voices. No, change. I know. But I like, mean, if, like you a- if, you, if you cast the person young enough, then you can just cast a different person for when they're teens. True, but I don't like when they do that. No, I know. I know. I usually That's like, I'm I like saying. Just like, just like, show him from the back. <laughs> from the back or just like a, a little mom boy. yelling at her kid when the middle of new york first of all new york has had a rough time in these marvel movies but uh, who would live there that's what i'm saying who um, would live there i don't know but like just have like a mom like a dominican mom in 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 brooklyn or like in the bronx just going like miles just do that i'll be happy. is that all you that's all you need oh girl they'll, they'll do that i that's all i want but i mean they might have the audacity to not do that they might not do it. I think they honestly might not do that. But I he just might, need Marvel. I need what, Marvel what if Spider-Ham like shows up? I Again, if that showed up and, and Miles didn't, again, mm. I'll be dead. It's like, it's the end of the podcast. In memoriam, Carmen died. She had an yeah. aneurysm. <laughs> so bad. But yeah, I like I was watching the Far From Home. And then I had completely forgotten that the after credit scene of Far From Home um it's not it's it's not um nick fury it's the aliens it's the yeah scroll. it's talos yeah. yeah and then i was like oh because they're doing secret invasion the show yeah but like so that means that the secret invasion show you would have watched the after credit scene for to know. And also they did that in the like, after credit scene for ago. WandaVision when when Wanda in WandaVision when they go to uh, whatever her name is and are like we're the scroll shows up at the end of WandaVision. Yeah. So they have these things that have been happening, but it's like who's paying attention to that? If you didn't watch WandaVision or the post fucking credits <laughs> of, um of then you're like whatever. then for you it just starts at some random point when the actual show starts if you watch it yeah it's getting complicated but you know at this point like in for a penny and for a pound like i'm literally i've gotten to the point now where i do watch the like every easter egg well carmen you are that kind of carmen has watched every episode of the clone wars and if you know us you know we think those that show's really fucking boring it's the worst show ever it's so fucking boring. And so I know bad. there are people who love the Clone Wars. And I understand that apparently it gets good in the last season. But that is not worth the time and the abuse that I would Even undergo for the, other six seasons. for the rest. Uh, like The time, the, the life, the hours. Right? I would rather stare at a wall, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Truly. So fucking boring. But yeah, Carmen watched all of it just so she could get the references in The Mandalorian. So Carmen's fucking crazy. <laughs> so I want I want that to be clear. She's a lunatic. Um, bonkers bananas. She's she's bonkers. And she will do these <laughs> sorts of things. So as much as you hear her complaining about this stuff... It doesn't mean she's not going to watch it. No. Carmen will be out here watching special features of being like, well, I found out that actually that was the reference to this thing. And I'm like, okay, truly, who cares? (laughs) I'm like, are people just happy who don't know? Like, I think. Yes, Carmen, I'm One of my friends or something, like one of my colleagues was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see a. And I'm the kind of bitch who watches commentaries. And I think you're weird. Yeah. So this is, this is the level. Well, my, I, was, I had somebody who was like, oh, yeah, I watched, like, Shang-Chi or something, and it was really good, and like, but I haven't seen the other ones, and I feel like there were some references I was missing, and I was like, yeah, there were definitely references. Definitely references. The fact that Abomination shows up in that movie is, to this day, so the wildest random. thing. The wildest thing. Why does he know Wong? Anyway, um, I think that's enough for today. I think we've like covered our Spider-Man love, yes. the Spider-Man lore, the Spider-Man predictions. Yeah. Um, Carmen, do you have anything to recommend? 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 <laughs> um, yes. Uh, let me see if I can find it before I forget. Okay. So um, I was telling Catherine about this before, but I um, have been avoiding a specific podcast that is on the same um, production, I guess, like channel as My Favorite Murder, which is for many years been my top, like one of my top podcasts, um, which is very good. Um, but it's called Jensen and Holes Murder Squad. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, it's a true crime podcast. If you're not into true crime, like it's, it's definitely not for you. Um, but it's a great podcast that actually does some, tries to do some good in the world, practical good in the world, because it is a, a retired detective and a um, like investigative journalist who specializes in cold cases. And they provide you with information about various cases or cold cases or things that haven't been solved about a specific serial killer. Um, and then they give you a bunch of information so that if you do have tips or information, you can provide it to them. So they're trying to solve cold cases. And last year, they were actually able to solve like a 20-year-old cold case. Very cool. So that is mine. Murder Squad. It's very good. Catherine? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to recommend that you watch the, I think it's Ardman film, Arthur Christmas. It's literally about like a man, like uh, the son of Santa Claus trying to deliver one gift. And I think it's like a very underrated Christmas movie. I think it should be considered a Christmas classic. Like when I think of Christmas classics, there's like the Home Alones and like Elf is also a Christmas classic, things like that. Christmas Mm -hmm. is around the corner. Like go watch Arthur Christmas. The animation could be better, but you know what? It's still pretty great. (laughs) So great movie. Martin Freeman, right? No, no, no. Um, James McAvoy. Ah, yes. Okay. And Hugh Laurie and Imelda Staunton and uh, Professor Slughorn. Uh, <laughs> I do love that uh, it's the North Pole, which is technically Canada, but they're True. all British. They are all British because you know what? Colonialism. Yeah. And there we got it in. Okay. So <laughs> you can find me anywhere at DCC Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find my cats at Is Hui and Soapy. Um, they, I haven't updated it in a while, but I'm going to be. And um, you can find us at I'd Kill a Spider for You 
um, pretty much anywhere. And I kill a spider number four letter U on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at, uh, at what is my thing? Oh, yes. Carmen at Carmen underscore Maria 416. Boom, baby. <laughs> you know it better than I do. And I also have my uh, my grief thing that I do with uh, my friend and co-facilitator Kayla, which is BIPOC uh, grief and death talks. Yeah. Thank you. It's very good. So please rate and review us on iTunes and mm-hmm. give us five stars. Please recommend us to your friends. Please send us cash dollar bills. We'll take them. <laughs> Um, please Venmo us and uh, go see Spider-Man. We're not sponsored. Hey, Marvel, if you listen to this far, Marvel, send us some money. We're sending people to the theaters. Yes, please. And then I played the copyrighted music and it gets taken down. (laughs) All right. That's all.